11.3% of the population in America has diabetes. 1.4 million Americans are diagnosed with diabetes every year. The medical cost per year is $237 billion. Diabetes, it's everywhere. In fact, you're a voice guy. I live with diabetes. This is the Embrace Podcast. Diabetes is everywhere. It affects all age groups, all ethnicities, all walks of life. And on this show, we talk about diabetes awareness, current events and news, tips, advice, motivation. We'll speak with guest speakers. Welcome to the family. This is the Embrace Podcast. And now your host, Jazz. Hey, Embrace family, it is Jazz. I am here today to talk about diabetes distress. Um, I don't know if a lot of people have heard of diabetes distress. I hadn't personally heard of diabetes distress. Um, So what got me on the topic was I was on Instagram and it came up on like my For You page or my Discover page or whatever you want to call it on Instagram. Um, and basically it was a post and it was like diabetes distress is common for everyone living with diabetes. And so I read on the post and it was saying basically everyone who has diabetes has felt anxious, overwhelmed, frustrated and stressed over their management. This is very normal. All of these emotions are components of diabetes distress, which could ultimately lead to a diabetes burnout. Diabetes can be hard. That is why it's important to know what healthy coping and problem solving looks like for you. Um, And so there was another post and it was saying the difference or explaining the differences between diabetes distress and diabetes burnout. So diabetes distress, um, as according to them, is the stress that some people may feel when they are overwhelmed by the management of diabetes. It can lead to tension, frustration, fatigue, and ultimately diabetes burnout. And diabetes burnout is when someone with diabetes who has experienced distress to the point of total fatigue. Diabetes burnout causes an individual to feel overwhelmed by diabetes and result in the avoidance of diabetes management and care. So that's how they defined both of those. Uh, which was very interesting to me. Um, So I kind of wanted to dig a little bit deeper into diabetes distress. So I was like, well, you know, how do I know if I'm in diabetes distress or not? Um, And so I Googled diabetes distress. um, And so there is a website and it's actually called diabetesdistress.org. And there you will find um, a quiz or survey. It's about 28 questions. And it basically tells you if you're in diabetes distress. Um, So according to the website, diabetesdistress.org, I'm just going to read a few bullets, a, a few bullet points about what diabetes distress is. So diabetes distress refers to the worries, concerns, and fears among individuals with diabetes as they struggle to manage their disease over time. Managing diabetes is hard and demanding and may 
and many adults, excuse me, with diabetes become burdened by the ongoing things that they have to do to manage their disease. And I just want to be really like super real with you guys. I can't agree more. Like sometimes, sometimes it's so hard having diabetes. Just be, and this is just my experience. I don't know if everyone feels this way. Um, and I don't want to speak for everyone. I definitely, you know, just want to speak for myself and say diabetes is hard. It's not. It's not easy sometimes. And I wish that people who don't have diabetes, I wish that they would be more educated about it. But also I use it, I use my experiences as, um, you know, a way to explain, explain to them more that diabetes is way more than your blood sugar like those numbers it's way more than that it's way more than you not eating sugar it's way more than you um going on a diet or exercising or different things like that diabetes is so interesting and when i say interesting i mean diabetes is not an exact science and my blood sugars are proof enough that it is not an exact science. There are days where I'm just going to, my blood sugars are high and they're just going to be high that day. Um, I've had blood, I've had days where my blood sugar is, is, it wants to be perfect and it's going to be perfect all day. I've had days where my blood sugar is low and it's going to continue to be low all day. I've had days where I've been high, low, good, like I've had, I've had it all. And I'm sure many of you understand where I'm coming from when I say that. Um, and so the stress that comes along with diabetes is a lot. Um, and I wish that we all could have someone to talk to who knows what we're going through when it comes to diabetes. Diabetes, let me, let me get back to reading from the website about diabetes distress. Diabetes distress is important because people who are distressed often have problems with diet, exercise, medication adherence, glycemic control, and quality of life. So paying attention to how you are feeling about your diabetes is very important. So diabetes Distress is not a comorbidity or a diabetes complication. It is simply a part of living with and managing diabetes over time. Diabetes distress is common. Many people who experience significant diabetes distress, about 40% of adults, either with type 1 or type 2 diabetes, report significant distress at any one point in time. And or excuse me, not at any one point in time. And over 50% report significant distress during any 12-month period. So if you're feeling distressed because of your diabetes, you are certainly not alone. Diabetes distress is not clinical depression, major depressive disorder, or manic depressive disorder, which may need to be assessed separately. If you're feeling depressed, sad, or blue, you should consult a healthcare professional professional right away. Diabetes distress tends not to come and go. 
People with diabetes who report distress find it, that it tends to persist over time without ebbing and flowing. How do you know if you have high diabetes distress? If you're feeling emotionally upset, drained, or burdened about your diabetes, it may be time to have a discussion with your diabetes healthcare professional about how you're feeling. How you feel about your diabetes is as important as your glucose numbers or your A1C. Having an honest discussion with your provider can clear the air so that the two of you can, can figure out how to reduce distress how to reduce, excuse me, the distress you're feeling. Sharing how you're feeling with your provider can also help pace the bur or excuse me, place the burdens of diabetes into perspective. When is it more common to experience diabetes distress? While diabetes distress can occur at any time, some situations can be especially distressing. These include when you're first diagnosed with diabetes, when you are experiencing a stressful time in your life, such as losing your job, divorce, or the death of a family member. When you develop a diabetes complication or another health problem. When you are changing your diabetes care routine, such as medication or diet. And when you are changing your health care provider. During these stressful times, it is especially important to be aware of the risk of diabetes distress and seek help immediately when you think you need it. How does this site help? So basically this site, it gives you the link to the survey and the survey is also on the site. So the next page you do, you'll be taking the diabetes distress survey. Um, and so they have three different surveys. They have type one diabetes, um, the distress scale. They have type two diabetes distress scale. And then they have the original 17-item diabetes distress scale. Um, that's a tongue twister. Try to say that three times fast. So pretty much I did the type 1 diabetes um, distress scale in English. Um, and it was 28 questions. And you rate each item um, from 1 to 6. So each 28 questions has a one to six that you rate from. Um, so one being not a problem, two being a slight problem, three is a moderate problem, four is somewhat, seri somewhat serious problem, five is a serious problem, and six is a very serious problem. So I did all of the 28 questions um, and then I got my results and turns out I was in diabetes distress or I am currently in diabetes distress um, so basically 0 to 1.9 on the scale is little or none um, 2.0 to 2.9 is moderate diabetes distress and 3.0 and up is high diabetes distress so my total ended me in moderate diabetes distress um, and I kind of figured that I was going to be in diabetes distress because I just recently got out of the hospital last week um, for my diabetes which is just wonderful you know 
Um, I hate going to the hospital. I hate feeling bad. I hate having to be, or not having to be sick, but I hate being sick as a result of my diabetes. Um, of course, everyone, I know no one likes being sick, and I know that no one likes having to deal with their diabetes in a negative aspect. So the negativity that comes along with diabetes that creeps into your head and, and tells you all these bad voices, or not bad voices, but tells you all these things that really put you in the dumps. So that's definitely what I was going through last week and the week before that. So I've been sick for like two weeks, like a little bit. Like at first I was like sick, but I was still like, you know, going to work and doing my thing. Um, but then I had to, I ended up having to go to the hospital, like I said, and that kind of put me out of commission for a few days. And of course, like just going through that whole experience, I knew I was going to be in diabetes distress a little bit, um, which is good because this is kind of like my therapy. This is where I can like really like just talk and like let all my feelings out, which I think is super cool. Um, so I'll read you a few questions. Um, and so that way you guys could like get like an idea of what the questions are. And the questions cover, like I said, there are a variety of topics. Um, and so the topics are uh, feelings of powerlessness, management distress, hypoglycemic distress, social perception distress, which is a big one for me, um, eating distress, physician distress, and family distress. I um, Social perception distress is really big for me because... As you all know, we are, um, we have a disability, of course, disability being diabetes. Um, I definitely don't let it limit me in any capacity. However, I definitely notice that when I fill in like job applications or employment applications, when I put that I have a disability, I, I rarely get a call back or I rarely, um, hear anything back and I know that it's definitely not supposed to be that way I've just noticed that's just something that I've noticed and I know that a lot of other people with disabilities have noticed so a lot of people with disabilities don't mark that they have a disability because they actually want a chance to have a job um and I'm a Taurus and I'm just like super like focused on making sure like I'm living I'm you know paying my bills and like, you know, that whole spill. So making money and all that. So I, it's really, really like important to me that I, I have like that social anxiety when it comes to telling people that I have diabetes. So I just want to go over, or I just want to tell you guys one of the questions because, um, I was like, wow, that's very like, that's that's a good question. Um, so the question is number trying to find it, guys. Sorry. It is question number. Oh wow, I 
really don't even know what question it is. That's awful. Um, oh, okay, so one question is feeling like I have to hide my diabetes from other people. I feel that way. Um, I just, I've just recently started coming out of that shell when it comes to my diabetes. So I'll like post more things on Instagram about it. Um, I put it in my Instagram bio that I have diabetes. Um, I'm on a, I'm on like a, a social, like, <laughs> like a, a dating app. So I have that like on my profile that I have diabetes and I'm just trying to bring more awareness to it. Um, so I even have like on my Instagram, I even have like a, not a reel, but like a, what do you call those things? A highlight. I have a highlight of diabetes. And so basically on the highlight is stuff like me leaving a hot me leaving the hospital um like the cost of insulin to make versus how much it's sold for um like a, a little diabetes synopsis for people i even have like diabetes memes and things like that so i really feel like i have a ton of things when it comes to diabetes on the actual um, on my actual Instagram and this is all recent within the last two years I've really been trying to set something up something up just like making sure my Instagram is more like I have more going on on my Instagram um, and making sure I'm bringing more awareness to diabetes uh, when I was younger I was really self-conscious about my diabetes I felt like I was from Mars I felt like a complete alien like it was I'm not gonna say it was bad because it wasn't bad um but I was just really guarded about having diabetes and not being a normal teenager and not being able to do kind of sort of some things that normal teenagers were doing um or that I thought was normal as teenagers <laughs> which I later learned um somewhere and somewhere um but yeah I was really self-conscious about it and I still am kind of um in some aspects um like when my blood sugar is high I'm like oh I'm like the worst diabetic ever you know um or I more so I used to be rather than now um I've learned just you know through having diabetes and trying to maintain a positive attitude diabetes is not an exact science um, I've been in the hospital where I've gotten, um, not enough insulin by a doctor or, or I've gotten too much insulin from a doctor. Um, and just that just tells me that it tells me pretty much everything I need to know. Diabetes is not an exact science, no matter how smart you are, how much you studied, how many degrees you have, what degree, what degrees you do have, um, and things like that, you know honestly just like living with diabetes for so long I I know I, well I don't know when I'm in distress but I know that I have diabetes distress if that makes sense um whether it be all the time or sometime or every now and then what have you I know that I have diabetes distress and I'm really glad that I was able to find that tool and actually take that quiz
Um, just to put things into perspective, like it said, because really you never know, like, or not, I'm not gonna say you never know, but you, sometimes you don't know. You have an idea, but you don't really know until you use those, you, not those, but until you use certain tools to find or to, you know, find out those resources and actually take the next step and find out if you are experiencing what you think you're experiencing, which is cool. And I'm very grateful for the, um, for even seeing the initial post about diabetes distress versus diabetes burnout. Um, what about you guys? Do you guys feel like you've been in diabetes distress or have diabetes burnout? Um, I really want you guys to take the quiz. I think it'd be like really helpful for a lot of people. And like I said, I just really want to raise awareness about diabetes distress and diabetes burnout because it can be a lot. It is a lot. And a lot of us are, yeah, a lot of us know that it's a lot. And a lot of regular people, I'll say, don't know how diabetes affects everyone. It's more than checking your blood sugar. It's more than taking insulin. It's way more than that. Um, and I just want to make sure that people are taking care of themselves. Because like I said, it can be a lot. Um, do you guys have a diabuddy? <laughs> I saw that term on Instagram and I was like, oh, that's cute. Diabuddy. So it's D-I-A and then B-U-D-D-Y, buddy. So um, basically that person, you guys check in on each other every now and then. Or, you know, y'all talk more. It just depends on the relationship, I guess, you create with that other person. So you would just chat more and see, you know, how each other are doing. And, you know, some people share their, like... um Dexcom or their like continuous glucose monitor uh, results with them um, or you know share uh, A1Cs or anything like that um, but of course it's completely up to you guys um, I would recommend I have one we check in on each other kind of um, every so often just to make sure each other's doing okay um, and I, I find it very useful. I find it helpful. Um, and I'm definitely open to more. So if you guys want to be my diet buddy, um, <laughs> if you want to be my diet buddy, let me know. I would love to make more friends um, when it comes to diabetes. Diabetes is, as we all know, a lot. And I'm just going to leave it at that because I've said that a few times. But I just want to reinforce that you are more than your highs and you are more than your lows. You are more than those numbers that pop up on your glucose monitor. You are more than your A1C. You are more. You are more. I want you guys to, I really want to stress that to you guys um, because I know how easy it is to just fall into that rhythm where our numbers control our lives um and i just want everybody to know you're you're more you're more than your highs you're more than your lows you're more than those numbers on that screen you are important you are loved you are amazing and having diabetes just makes you 10 times more amazing than the rent than a random person um i don't know i guess i'm a little biased on that situation but i think it makes us 10 times 10 times tougher, 10 times better. 
not saying that you know people are better than one another because that's not what I'm trying to get at but we're tougher <laughs> but I, I like I said I could be a little biased on that um I know every time I meet people and they and they see me like giving myself a shot they're like oh my god I can never do that um you could if you needed to survive like if you needed to do this to live a healthy life this is definitely something that you could do and I always tell people that like it's definitely something you could do if you had to and I just want to let you guys know that I like I said I'm always here to talk um I'm always here to be a person that you can confide in um and I also am a like member of certain like facebook groups so please let me know if you want to um be involved in like different facebook groups when it comes to diabetes as well because i got the hookup i know some groups i'm in a few groups myself um and i like to read other people's posts it makes me feel better um and of course like sometimes i'll post myself um but for the most part i really enjoy reading other people's stories because we all help each other in there in there it's like a group like like a support group, pretty much. Um, so I wanted to end this podcast and say, please, 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 if you haven't already, take a take a look at the Amazon wish list. If there's something that you can help with, um, if you have any um, supplies that you're not using that are still good and in date, please, please, please donate to the Embrace Foundation. We would love to have them. Um, I also would like to say, please follow Embrace um, Foundation, follow our TikTok, follow our Instagram. If you're not already following, all of our pages are linked with each other, so you'll definitely see them on the page. Um, on each any page that you follow, you'll see our, our links to our uh, social media. Um, always, please make sure that you share um sharing is caring so if you share if you know like you have diabetes or diabetic followers um and you share their page on your like story or on your instagram we'd like really appreciate that as well um making sure that like i said we're getting out there the more diabetics that know about us the better um you could just imagine how many people we can help either with supplies or by listening to the podcast or you know linking up with each other via the instagram page or on instagram live or on tiktok live that'd be great like that'd be amazing i want to make sure that we are pushing this page out for any and every diabetic out there who has social media um that would be a blessing um and yeah so i want to end the podcast here um please um respond under our tiktok or instagram um any diabetes podcast suggestions that you have on topics um if you want to be a part of the podcast please don't hesitate to let me know um my instagram is capitalized my q underscore um and i'll spell that for you it's c-a-p-i-t-a-l-i-z-e my Q underscore. So the way you spell capitalize my Q underscore. Um, and you can DM me. Um, I usually like always respond to my DMs or look at my DMs. Um, if you want to be on an episode, if you just want to follow each other, I'll follow you back. Um, just let me know. 
and um, eventually I will start like recording this on TikTok and like put make TikToks and stuff like that. So if you guys have any ideas on that, let me know as well. I am open to all creativity. Um, and I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to another great episode of the Embrace Podcast with Jazz. You can follow Embrace on Instagram at Embrace3Movement or on TikTok at Embrace3. If you or someone you know has diabetes and needs supplies, you can visit their website at TheEmbraceFoundation.org and fill out a supplies request form. We'll see you back here every other Wednesday for a fresh new episode of the show. Until then, embrace, endure, and overcome diabetes. You are not alone.